Good evening all. Good evening all Ash here for the Goodison Blues and hope you are very well on this Tuesday evening. And of course, this is another episode of the Goodison Blues Supporters Club Ireland podcast as we draw further into the end of the season. Thank God. After the disaster that was, you know, the the match against Sheffield United, there was no positives to take from that and completely left the faith deflated and even right now this present moment I'm still quite angry and so are a lot of the other guys on the different platforms um the Mighty Blues and Toffee TV they're all still quite angry over that and saying okay the guys aren't playing for the shirt and they're absolutely spot on they really are not playing for the shirt and you know they've been on their holidays for quite some time now as I say the sandals have been on and they're 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 thinking of putting on suntan oil and off they go into the the sunset but um obviously tomorrow the one positive we can take is the fact that we will have fans back at Goodison Park for the first time and for the final time this season um it will be great for the, the fans who have been you know have been lucky enough to get a ticket to get in there but um if you watch some of the, the guys on the platforms they're saying like don't even bother with the game they reckon we're going to get walloped by wolves anyway and I'm, I'm in total agreement with them i think we will get walloped by wolves i said i'd be open to eat my words if it happened if it doesn't happen but i think the guys just should get on and just watch the, the you know get into the atmosphere take in the atmosphere take each other's company there and enjoy what's there and forget about the match forget about the result and just enjoy it while it's there that's the way i look at it um from a result point of view tomorrow I don't think it's going to make any difference whatsoever I think if we somehow were able to win this game and somehow beat Manchester City it's not going to be enough the damage has been done throughout our home form this season I even heard um, the guy on the Blue Boys Network um, saying that they would rather have Yeri Mina come on and play in a wheelchair tomorrow than the likes of Mason Holgate playing and you know it's I I've always said over the you know the couple of years I've I really do like Mason Holgate and at one stage he actually felt he was better at right back than he was as a centre half, and then he kind of got into a good decent bit of form that he was better as a centre half as a right back and now it's just gotten to a stage where I don't know where it's cockiness or he's he's believing in himself too much but now he just makes mistakes time and time again and he's he's had plenty of experience in football whether it's been at Everton or been out on loan over the couple of years he has he's, he's got plenty of experience it's not a case of he was just sitting and playing in the low you know the under 23s he's been he's been played at a high level you know high level game for quite some time so it's looked like he not, he's getting to a stage where he won't be to drum these kind of mistakes out of him. And I think, you know, some people are even saying that if they don't see him playing again for Everton, it'll be a, it'll be a good thing. If we like to talk about the money now and whether we can raise enough money for him to get a, a defensive replacement for him, if that is the case. Um, but I wouldn't like to see him playing now tomorrow. Um, I, I don't think Yerry Mean is going to be fit. I don't think we'll see him until the start of next season but it was just a choke that I heard of Yerry Mina you know playing him in a wheelchair instead I just had to I had to laugh at that when I heard it but um I just I just cannot see us getting a result tomorrow guys I really don't um I hate to put be the big downer on it um 
and then leaders going to intercity there just as I speak the city game there is on now and it took them two minutes you know in, in, in front of a, a crowd fair enough it's the Brighton crowd but it took them two minutes to, to get a goal you know against them and we're so bad defensively at the moment um, losing goals and not having especially at home that you just can't see you just can't see anything else but a City win in that game as well but well, I think I'll just go with a, a starting line that I think we should go with. For this, I would go with, and because it's the last home game, I would actually give uh, King a start. If he's fit, you know, I, I believe he, he had a legal injury. But if he's ready to play, I would play him. Some people actually are calling for uh, Richarlison to be dropped instead of King because of the way he is at the moment. And I don't know where it's, as I said it before, I don't know where it's a lack of confidence, where it's a, uh, is he annoyed at something or is he annoyed at the club? Is he as he has a niggling, you know, injury problem that he just can't seem to shift and it's it's bugging him, or is it there's something between him and Calvert-Lewin because they don't seem to gel playing together as a two up front line. So I think um, I would like to see uh, Olsen get a get a game, but because it's it is still an important game because mathematically you could still get Europe if you get a win. So obviously I would keep Jordan Pickford in there. I would go with a back four. None of this no more back three and then changing it to a back five, you know, when we lose the ball. Forget that. It has to be a back four for me. And it would be Ben Godfrey and Michael Keane is straight in there at centre-half. Lugodini, which again, he's, he hasn't been pressed for me in the last couple of games, will go in, obviously, as a left-back. Because he calls for playing uh, Nkunku as a, a right-back instead of Seamus Coleman. But I, I don't know whether he's fit for that side. Maybe because... Um, uh Dini hasn't played very very well in recent games a left back maybe give him a game instead give Niels and Kunku uh, in that position give him a chance instead instead there so that's possibly could be it um, but the, I for right back though I would stick with Seamus Coleman keep uh, Mason Holgate away from that you know worst comes to worst you put him on the bench then I go with four in in mid in the, the midfield maybe the two Centre and then the two little bit further forward. So in the centre, I would have um, Ducouré and of course Alan in there. Um, then just literally on the left hand side in front of them have Richarlison. Then on the right hand side have Hamas Rodriguez. And then up front, I go to front two of King and Dominic Cavalier. And that's what I would do. You know, see if they can gel together and possibly see if there is anything to say of port. You know, trying to maybe purchase them. In the, in the next transfer window. He obviously hasn't been given enough time. We can't turn around and say that King hasn't been good enough. Because he really doesn't hasn't been given enough time. And I've, I've said this on a million times before. There was a point in time. Where Manchester United were chasing uh, Josh King. And there's, you know they don't go chasing players just for the sake of it. They don't go buying players just for the sake of it. So obviously their crew saw something in that. That he was possibly good enough to maybe play for Manchester United, and for whatever reason, possibly because he picked up a lengthy injury, they didn't actually, you know, pursue it any further. But they obviously they saw something in there. I think this would be the final time for Everton to see him, and let's get him at, at the start of the game. That's what I would do, playing from the start, and let's see what he can do against the Wolverhampton Wanderers. And um, we, we obviously the defense is going to have a very busy time tomorrow with Neto. And um, they do have a couple of key players out injured, which you know, for our point of view, that's good. We just have to wait and see between today's games and tomorrow's games how the table is going to be fixed and what we can do. But you know, we, we do know that a win, if it does happen, we're still not going to be 
you know, completely impressed because of the way it's gone this season. But if we lose uh, in tomorrow's game, I think it'll, it'll. I think, I think, yeah, it'll either either equal or it'll be a new uh, record of losing games at home in the season. So let's hope that we don't actually go and change that record. You know, the worst case scenario is that you equal it. But um, score wise. I really think that uh, we're, we're going to have struggle against Wolves and I'm going to go with a 2-0 loss. But if we get a, somehow a 1-0 victory, of course I'm going to take it. But really do not see how we're going to get three points at Wolves tomorrow. You know, Wolves obviously got slapped by Tottenham last time out and they're going to want to, to prove something there. And, you know, why not do it against the, the whipping boys at home in the Premier League? You know, it's, you know, it's a, no way... They're not going to not want to try and come and get all three points, you know. And when when you hear people say, "Oh, the, the teams have got nothing to play for," that does that's not always the case because obviously your revenue increases the higher you finish in the in the in the league table. So if you can still clamber three or four places in the Premier League, of course you're going to have something to play for. And obviously, you know, depending on the the club, depending on the time, you know, many games are left. The clubs and what they have to, what they realistically have to play for. The clubs like to bring on different players who don't necessarily get a regular game time at the club. So this also means that you bring on players who will say, "Okay, well, this might be my last chance to impress." So they're either going to try, you know, impress that they can continue and make a name for themselves in the club going forward, or get themselves out for a move. Like known hard luck, Carlo Ancelotti. They probably play Fabian Delph from the start tomorrow. Just as they say, get them out into the into the the, the window for sh- for shopping, you know. But there was talk again today of but Carlo having to have to, is going to have to spend so much money in the transfer window, and I can't see that happen because of the FFP. Um, I don't fully understand how that works when you see, you know, so many clubs spending so much money, and then we spend so much money, and then you but you're restricted to having to sell the top players to make that work to balance out those books and then other clubs don't seem to do so I don't fully understand how that works but we'll just have to take it as it comes and see what we can do for next for next season and the transfer window but I am I'm gonna I have to say guys I just don't see us I'll just repeat I don't I don't see us winning the game tomorrow I will take a very lucky 1-0 win if we can get it but I just see us Uh, conceding a couple of goals against Wolves tomorrow. Anyway, that's it for the podcast. Thanks for listening and uh, hope you enjoy the game tomorrow, whatever the result. Take care, stay blue. Oh, and enjoy the fans tomorrow.